Welcome to the Art and Science of Joy podcast. This podcast is all about inspiring people to live more joyfully. So if you're seeking a bit more joy in your own life or seeking to bring some more joy to the lives of others, then this podcast could well be for you. I'm Andrew Cannon, and I have the honour to be your host. And in this episode, I'm excited to be talking to Sally, a member of the Year of Joy community, about her lived experience of the Year of Joy so far. Welcome to the show, Sally. Glad to be here. Excellent. Lovely to have you. So can we maybe kick off by you saying a few words about yourself uh, and your background, please? Yes, uh, I'll be turning 75 next month. Never thought I would make it that this long. Uh, I spent my almost my entire working career as some sort of wordsmith. I started out as a typist, slid into word processing, worked as a technical editor, and finally retired a few years ago as a technical writer. Wow, excellent. Well, words are very important to to our lives and to our joy. So they better Brady. be. I can't draw what I even see in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. My drawings tend to be very two-dimensional, very two-dimensional indeed. And can you tell a bit about your own journey with joy? Um, do you consider yourself a joyful person? I was born and raised in the Midwest, and I still adhere to Midwestern values. I don't consider myself really joyful. I consider myself more of a realist seeing both sides of the coin, and hopefully there's more peaks than valleys, but life is peaks and valleys. So you have to keep going. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's very interesting. Did you, well, right at the beginning of the year of joy, we did a week on optimism. I don't know if you recall that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and we had Victor Purton talking about how there are many different types of optimists, including a realistic optimist. Yep. And it doesn't have to all be um, unicorns and fluffy clouds. Optimism can actually be very practical. But you said that's a Midwest thing, Midwest values. We don't smile if there's no need to. We distrust men in suits, probably because of con men, insurance agents. Uh, we look for the good, but we expect the bad, and we are always prepared to pick up the football if it's fumbled and carry on. Excellent. Well, I live in Finland. I don't know if you're aware of that, but, and there... Here they also don't smile that much, um, especially at strangers, until they get to know them. And then they are they make very good, trustworthy friends after that. Or beauty queens who say that their jaw muscles are tired because they smile all the time. Well, don't smile all the time. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Very good. Let's talk a little bit about the Year of Joy community. Um, how did you hear about it? When did you join? What motivated you? Some of the questions on my mind. You know, I've been thinking about that. I received an email invitation, I believe, from one of the survey sites, either MyPoints or Toluna or Tell What that I belong to. And they were talking about 
the inception of a new committee, you know, a new group and what they were going to talk about and did, would this interest me? So I guess I've been there since almost the inception. Wow, absolutely, absolutely. So, and, and what motivated you about that? What was the sort of the spark? It sounded interesting and I always have an opinion. Well, that's good. That's that's good. Definitely we've we've the research communities were definitely one of the sources we really partnered with um at the beginning of the year to to approach people to see about their interest in in finding joy. So I'm super glad you you found your way into the community that way. Um, so you've been here since the beginning. That's fantastic. Um, what parts of the program resonate with you the most, would you say, and why Why would you say that? It sounded interesting, and since I do see both sides of the coin, I wanted to know what other people thought was joyful and what brought them joy, because I know what I like, but I'm not that sure about other people. I thought it would Excellent. be interesting. Interesting. That's fantastic. So you have to tell me what does bring you joy these days? Well, since I'm retired, I have a lot more time to spend on hobbies. I love reading books, doing word puzzles, playing video games, watching TV, and unfortunately, napping a lot. I'm a senior student. I'm allowed absolutely i enjoy a good nap too don't you worry about that i think it's one of my one of my pleasures in life um is if i'm feeling tired just being able to take a break and have that nap i think more people could benefit from doing that even in in their work life if they could have a 15 minute nap now and again i agree but possibly they should get paid while they're napping <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, because they're going to come back much more efficient and effective right. afterwards than they would just, you know, just being tired at work. <laughs> That's exactly. no good for nobody. So I think that could be good. And so if you learnt, you know, through the community a bit about what brings other people joy? It's funny that I'm Irish and I have a deep love for the land, but I'm not a gardener. And I have a black thumb. I even killed an air fern once that only needs air to live. So other people enjoying gardening is always intriguing to me. I only in my life have managed to grow tomatoes and carrots. <laughs> That's not bad. I don't think I've even achieved. Beans. I grew some beans once. Ah, I remember that. Those yeah. are so easy, too. So, so that was good. I've grown some mint as well. Mint is apparently very easy to grow. It sort of just tends to spread itself once you plant it. Wild spearmint growing yeah. on our um, yard in, in the house that I grew up in. And it was wild. You could walk out and just break off a piece and chew on it without Ooh, buying gum. A, that sounds nice and joyful. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and is there anything that surprised you about being in the community? Anything that you thought, oh, I didn't expect that? A lot of people think if you're not joyful all the time, you have mental health problems or there's something wrong with you. That surprised me because I'm fine. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think there, there's there's definitely many many paths to join. I think the I suppose what we tend to try and picture it as is that it it's really a personal journey. I think for where yeah, you exactly. know everybody's had their own background, their own experiences. And so it's very hard to other people to comment or to sort of step into other people's shoes and tell them whether they should feel joyful or not in a particular situation. I don't listen to those people anyway. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hold your own counsel on that type of thing. That's brilliant. And have you taken the joy barometer and received your, your joy scorecard? I took it, but I really didn't understand it that well. Oh, okay. Remember my scores; it didn't really resonate with me. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Did you only take it once, or did you try it again? No, I only took it once. You only took it. Okay. So you know, the basic idea really is all about thinking about the four key joy ingredients of you know your well-being your belonging your positive impact you're having on on people or or the world and and also the fun we talked about the hobbies and the entertainment in your life and then really to try and evaluate yourself on whether you feel what's important to you that's the first question right so some people might go and say well you know, to be honest with you, I don't really find this part of my life to be that important compared to the others. So in which case, why work on it, right? Why put in the effort? But I think for the other parts where you do say, for example, hey, my physical well-being is important, mm-hmm. the idea with the, the joy barometer is to try and evaluate, well, are you putting in the effort into that area because some people say things are important but they realize well ultimately they're not actually doing anything to to do it so the joy scorecard should show you which areas you feel that you're putting in effort and which areas you think well maybe i should put a bit more time and effort into and then finally it should show you whether you're satisfied with which areas of your life and which you aren't so that was it's, sort of the the aim of the scorecard to to do like that with those kind of judgy. Well, you're only judging yourself, right? No, it's we're not judging anybody. That's you. It's like a mirror. So it's for you to to look at it and see to be honest with yourself and say, "Hey, where where are my where are my strengths? Where could I?" Ah, that's where I might have gone astray. It felt like people were looking at me, <laughs> not me. Yeah, right. Definitely not. No, no, no. Definitely, it was. It was. It was a pure self, a mirror. That's all it's supposed to be. Um, and in fact, some people print it out and put it on their mirror, um, at home, so they can they could see every morning. Um, well, hold on. You know, really, at the moment, I need to focus on my friends, for example, just as an example you know, to remind themselves to maybe call somebody they haven't spoken to in a while. Maybe I'll take it again. Oh, I think take it again, or even look at the one you've got, but look at it from the perspective of of this is me looking at myself from where I am on my own joy journey yeah, today. 
Fantastic. Well, I'm glad. We... Excellent. Excellent. I'm glad we we had that. Um, and, you know, we've covered, I think we're in week 34 or something now. So we've covered a lot of topics over the year. Have there been any particular topics or episodes that are particularly um, spoken to you or touched you on a personal level? Well, I'm a type 2 diabetic with numerous accompanying chronic conditions. I'm trying to do the best I can keeping my blood sugar levels within range and my A1C lower than 7% so that I can continue keeping on. And that my physical problems have really overtaken any mental problems I might have, which I don't think I do have. But living has uh, kind of become a bit of a challenge. Yeah, no, I can imagine definitely the having a multiple physical things um, can definitely make one's focus on that for sure, for sure. And have those been long-term things that you've had challenges with, or have they come more recently to you? Uh, I've had arthritis most of my life, but now it's kind of taken over my body in numerous places I didn't have it before. Uh, I'm suffering from increasingly severe mobility issues. I don't get out much anymore. And, I mean, it's taken away a lot of the joy. Except I can do most of my hobbies that I love to do sitting in the house. Right. So that's one of the ways that you've you've managed to, it sounds like, to have sort of met some of those those challenges by, by finding new hobbies or putting renewed focus into things that, that you enjoy, um, which you could do in the home. And I have a wonderful support system. I mean, my husband is my rock. We've always been a team, but sometimes I feel like I'm putting even more pressure on him as I deteriorate. And he's, mm. he's not in good health either, so... It's almost the blind helping the blind. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been together? We'll celebrate our 55th wedding anniversary in January. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Congratulations ahead of that. Team. Yeah, definitely. Being Having that, that support network, I think, is is super important, don't you think? Well, it's not only my husband. The other day, I tripped and fell in the middle of the street, and I had three neighbors rush over before I could even catch my breath. <laughs> Are you okay? Can we help you? And I said, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that is that is amazing. It's, I remember when we did the original research into Joy, and there was a number that took me. I think it was almost one in ten people who took the survey said they don't have any friends and that that sort of well one level shocked me and then another sort of sort of made me quite sad to to imagine that we live on a one block cul-de-sac we all know each other we get together frequently for block parties where we actually block off the street and put up canopies and we had the police 
come and check us out once because they, they'd never seen that before. And we offered them food. <laughs> they thought you were up to some kind of mischief, I'm sure. Oh, always. <laughs> when I feel like it. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So humour, that seems to be one of your your strengths, one of the things that brings you joy. Well, you either laugh or you cry, and I laugh a lot. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, there's great power, isn't there, to, to that, the energy that it can give you, the uh, the release. Yep. Even in the, in the, even when some of the, as you talked about earlier, you know, life is not always about the ups. It's, I think, you know, living joyfully is about how you also deal with the challenges. Oh, it is. I mean, it, life includes both of those. There's always peaks and valleys. You just have to get through the valleys to climb the next peak. That's true. What did you think about the the live event last week on resilience? How did you find that? I found him very interesting, and I found it difficult to imagine him having mental health problems. He seemed perfectly fine to me. He was interesting. He was funny. He kept my interest. I I really liked him, and I kept thinking he has mental health problems. It didn't show. Yeah, he he's done a lot, a lot of work. I mean, he now he's now in his thirties. I think you know he his major problems were late teens, early twenties. Mm-hmm. So you know it's been well over ten years, I think, since he's pulled himself I think out of the depths of. You know, his his depression and anxiety. I thoroughly enjoyed the talk. Yeah. And and it, what a great job he does, I think, you know, going around, especially the work he's doing in the prisons. Um, yeah. You know, I was very impressed with him putting the effort into helping and he was people in that environment. So definitely a, a lovely man, a lovely man. Um, yep. So so you've enjoyed your experience of being, being part of the, the community, enjoyed the content, dis- discussing with others in the forums and the live events. Yes, much, very much so. Excellent, excellent. So what would you say to anybody listening who isn't a member of the community about you know, giving them advice and whether they should consider joining? I think anyone who, even people who are already joyful, would be interested in in learning how other people confront and tackle their problems. Uh, Keeping on, keeping on is the best advice I can give anyone. No matter what life throws you, just one foot in front of the other. That really is good advice. Listen, I remember being in a in a seminar once, and when I think it was a sister um, who was talking, and 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 she said, "Yeah, no matter where you are, whether you're feeling yourself to be in heaven or feeling yourself to be in hell, her advice was just to keep moving. Yep, because <laughs> this too shall pass." That's her. That her was advice. my favorite aunt's favorite expression. And what I- was it? 
Oh, that's so sweet. That's such a lovely thing, isn't it? Because sometimes we get wrapped up and we just then get succumb to fear, I suppose, if we, we think we're in we think we're in a good place and then a bump comes along, right? And we don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. I think that's one of the things I think you seem to be quite good at in terms of facing the ups and downs in life. Oh yeah. If I can't go over uh, through a gate I go over the fence if I can't go over the fence I dig under and if I can't do that I go around <laughs> so you're always looking for thinking there's a way so even though you're realistic you do have a sense of optimism it seems probably more than pessimism I look at the glasses half full but you can always pour more in Yeah, that's uh, fill up your cup and you can also, I presume, fill up the, the cups of those around you like your your dear husband. Uh, he gives me much more than I give him, but I try. Yeah, we'll have to put him on the show and ask him that question. See, and he'll probably <laughs> probably say that you fill him up over these 50 odd years as well. So. Oh, no, 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 no. He'd agree with me. Uh, that's that's very sweet that's very sweet so let's just look ahead for a moment um what do you have any goals any hopes any aspirations in general or related to joy just to keep on doing what i like and be able to do so as long as i can that's great do you got any new hobbies thinking of doing anything sort of you'd like to do which you haven't done yet i recently got a uh, tablet and i've rediscovered jigsaw puzzles and paint by number and it's much easier on a computer or a tablet you just point and click <laughs> i didn't know you could do jigsaw puzzles on a tablet oh yeah yeah there's thousands it'll keep you entertained for hours Excellent. Well, that's important, right, to have that 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 fun in your life. I think you and you know, where's this? You can and technology can do that. I suppose that's a good thing with these devices as well. Right? They can provide us with lots of lots of fun. I've always thought that every nursing home should have at least one computer and one resident pet. Hmm. Yeah, that could be. That would be good, wouldn't it? Yes. I mean, you can explore things sitting in front of a computer if you can't walk there yourself anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's, we've literally got the whole world at our fingertips, if you think about it like that, haven't we? Yes, That's and nice. sometimes you can take like 365-degree tours and see much more than you probably would with your naked eye. Right, and with all the crowds. <laughs> that too. Yeah, and you can have an expert guiding you through and informing you as well. So definitely curiosity, I think, is, is I think we covered that as one of the joy superpowers as well. I think that's super important. And the, you know, the yeah. internet enables us to be curious about whatever we want to be curious about. 
Right. There's always something new to learn. And if you're Isn't not it? going to school, it's much more fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think. And that keeps you young as well, I think, isn't it? You get that brain active and Uh, and doing the. You do puzzles as well, like crossword puzzles as well to keep yourself active. Not crossword puzzles as much as um, word searches and fill ins. I don't find most crosswords to be fun. They're Mm. too brain racking, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, I get that. My mother does this thing called Words with Friends. So it's like like Scrabble, I think, that she plays with all these different people across the world, and she That's... enjoys that very much. You know, when you answer an email message, you have no idea where that person is. You could be talking to someone in Bangladesh. <laughs> That's amazing, say, isn't it? Yeah. Why? Why haven't you gone to the grocery store? Because the nearest one is 10 miles away. It's like, where are you? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, um, Fred, that's all we've got time for today. But thank you so much for, for taking the time to talk with me and to, to talk about your experience of being in the in the year of joy, Sally. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure. Sally, talking with you and talking with you about joy. And I hope you, our listeners, have enjoyed this episode as as much as I have. And I hope you feel inspired by Sally to find more joy in your own life. And if you're not already a member of the Year of Joy community, please visit our website, theartandscienceofjoy.com, to find out more and to hopefully join. Thanks once again for listening. And I hope you tune in for the next episode of the Art and Science of Joy podcast. Until then, stay well and live joyfully.